0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Fixers Podcast, CBS Sports, the daily NFL podcast. I'm Will Brenson. I'm your host. It is Monday, May 24th. It is the offseason. We are rolling right through it and it's time for another mailbag. John Breach, not here. He's taken seven weeks of vacation, unauthorized by people in the office. And so it's just me and Ryan Wilson to break down a mailbag for you. Wilson, can you believe this guy's leaving during a critical
1: period, critical NFL period? Yeah, it is quite funny and ironic that you mentioned that when last Wednesday you were <laughs> on the schedule release night. I rushed for sure. home from my old man soccer game, breached at 12 hours of live blogging, Brinson throwing back beers with Pudge Rodriguez uh, at a Georgia <laughs> golf course. So, yes, I understand <laughs> understand your Uh
0: Coming up this week, we will have NFC wind turtles in the feed. You can check out AFC wind turtles. Basically, we did a division-by-division division reset and this will dovetail nicely to the first question that we're being well, asked. Let
1: me ask you this for quickly. Though. I haven't listened to that podcast yet. I'm going to do it right after we get done here. Can sure you give you me a sneak peek of, of what the Steelers win total?
0: Well, are. we have Brian DeArdo on. And so the Steelers win total is nine. I think he likes the over.
1: Yeesh, that's
0: close. He was, and I don't, I mean, he was extremely optimistic about the Steelers season. He is extremely optimistic about the Steelers,
1: which is what you need in Steelers fan. Sometimes yeah, I'm
0: going to tell you, I love the Najee Harris pick. I'm like, well, yeah, that's fine. It's I still.
1: do too. You do? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? He's
0: awesome. Running back in the first round.
1: Get out of here. He went 24th. Their offensive line is actually uh, going to be, it's going to be better. They have.
0: Oh boy. He says the offense is better this year than it was last year.
1: Well, it all depends on Chubby Magoo's arm. You'd leave me out of this. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I don't no, 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 no. I no. want to get sidetracked. I just want it. So nine, you like the under, he likes the over. Is that right?
0: Um. I don't know if I like the under there's 17 games. I mean, you yeah. get two against the Bengals. Don't they play the Jaguars? I think nine's a good number. It's, that's a good I point. wouldn't take the over because I think Ben's arm, arm could fall off. There you go. They like got Dwayne Haskins. I love me past me. Past this last year. What are they doing? So anyway, we're doing division by division resets, and we go through the win totals and the odds to win the division and the odds to win the Super Bowl. And we try to find the best possible bets. If you somehow missed any of the AFCs, the best bet, Bills over. What, do you, what would you guess the Bills win total is for
1: 2021? It should be 10 and a half. That's what it is. Yeah, it can't be eleven. No. Oh no, eleven's insane. Over. You can bet the over, but no. Are you betting eleven? Yeah, I'll bet. I bet. I bet twelve. No, you won't. 17 games? Dude, look at their schedule. They're winning 14. They very well could, but I mean, if you're setting it in, in mid to late May, I think 10 and a half is a good place to start. Okay,
0: I'll take I'll take 10 and a half now. It's going to go up to 11 or 11 and a half. If you're watching on YouTube or if you want to watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, you can leave a mailbag question on YouTube. We will accept YouTube comment mailbag questions. That's how generous we're feeling this offseason. Mm-hmm. Also, you can get a mailbag question in by... Putting it on an Apple Podcast, five star review. That's the best place to do it. Even if it's even if it's a critical review, you can still do just five stars. Like, hey, I love the podcast, but stop doing this. For instance, Wilson, mailbag question from name redacted. You coward. Hey Brinson, could you stop correlate every single? Okay, stop correlating. I just want to add that I. I want, read- he said it wrong. He said I'm, I'm reading his sentence. No, and- I want to add or that Angel- I. Oh, I you-
2: yes, Devo, Sorry. I, re- I redacted the name because of its the nature of it.
1: Oh, he has like a filthy name?
2: Yeah, just something we probably shouldn't say on the Pick 6 podcast.
1: Okay. Probably probably that thing that I said with the podcast me, you, and Sean did that I didn't know what it meant and then I had to read this. <laughs> that
0: <was awesome. laughs> Please delete that. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. So I'll take care of you. Yeah. Some hey, of Bridgen, could things. you stop correlate every single player evaluation slash comment with a sports bet? We get it. You hit big on your golf parlay but betting doesn't need to be talked about on literally every podcast episode, bud cheers for Dallas PS
1: still waiting on that Finley tattoo. I love the fact like the most disrespect He's true. He's exactly right. It, even up to the point about the Finley tattoo, but the most disrespectful part is that he calls you bud. Like that's just yeah, a slap yeah. in the face. <laughs> it's almost as bad as when you call somebody pal. Oh, <laughs> listen, chief.
0: Pal. Absolutely. No, chief, no, no, chief or Hawk. That's the worst. <laughs> if I knew anybody who called me that, I would probably hate them. Um, He's not wrong. Everything. I mean, look, your We're world revolves around you talk about sports betting, <laughs> I don't know what you want us to do. Listen, me and Bre- my whole feed, my whole feed on Twitter is it's it's, oh, it's, it's, it's hard. hard. To, it's hard to get me annoyed about sports betting, but I realized yesterday, my entire feed is just v- v- like either people putting picks out there or videos of picks or like people like touting how they hit a hit something or another. It's it's and we're not even close to saturated. I'm telling you. Like this is like this is we're not even close to the bubble.
1: So to to re to review here, instead of hearing this these comments from redacted and saying, "Hmm, I wonder if this actually is true." Your response is, "Yeah, hey, it could be worse." <laughs> no, 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 my response is it is true
0: and it's not slowing down. Okay. This this is a freight train with no brakes,
1: but you can do your part. This is like, you know, instead of what you, what's my part, he's telling you to quit. Talk about it, Quit talking about it all the time. That's what he's saying. He's not saying that you're responsible. For everyone else's tweets on Twitter about right, so I'm supposed to listen to name redacted instead of my bosses. I don't think your boss is like you talking about your, Gambling? Golf, your golf, par- golf parlays on the. Pick six podcast. I'm, he's not talking
0: about me talking. About, I don't, man, I don't bring up golf parlays. He's talking about. He's saying every football discussion doesn't need to involve gambling.
1: Oh, like that? Okay. I'm, I'm a little, I sadly, he's not I, talking I, about me freaking out about a first round leader or something. We get about, it. I quote though. We get it. You hit big on your golf parlay, but betting doesn't need to be talked about literally every podcast episode, bud. So yeah, he is talking to him partly about that and partly about the other stuff.
0: Right, Debo, am I, am I wrong here? He's not talking about golf bets. He just said it right there in the comment. No, nah, no. Nah. No. Um, I think that way, I'll stop talking about golf. That's that's fine.
1: Uh, in your defense, again, I'll
2: start
0: tweeting him and tagging Wilson and at Redacted. Right. Uh, we do Maybe. bring it up
2: a lot. I mean, Ryan, you remember the the mock draft Mondays that we taped on Sundays, and and Brinson had, <laughs> would have a wandering eye to the television with some golf. I wonder if that's what Redacted is is referencing.
1: Yeah, I, this this may I, well
0: I, could be. i, my I I'm reading it wrong. I'm reading this as stop talking about betting as it relates to football in
1: every single show. But read, read the, the next ten minutes. Good three. old fashioned football talk he calls you bud in reference to the golf parlays talk. It's right there in black and white. I, I
0: don't. I, okay.
1: Well, at name redacted,
0: let us know what you're talking about. He we'll, just told us. I'm telling you, he's it, not talking about golf betting. He's talking about betting. He doesn't no. want to hear, but he wants to hear just football talk.
1: I suspect he does not care about the conversation we had about the Steelers over under a moment ago. I suspect he cares <laughs> way less about your, what do you, you're laughing I'm about something. the
0: fact that like leading into this discussion, we had, enough. Breakdown of the Steelers' win total. Well,
2: yeah. That stuff's not going to slow down. The golf right. stuff Definitely. might be
1: a little not, bit.
2: It's not slowing down. It's no. I
1: think. Right I think that Redacted is fine with the the over under talk about the the AFC North teams, for example.
0: I, I okay. Fine. I guarantee I I this much another golf
1: bet again. Actually, I wish the name Redacted had said instead of golf had said uh, the Top Shot nonsense. That I could get on board with. Sure, Top Shot stinks. Oof. Has that gone away yet?
0: <laughs> no, it's just hit a. Speaking of free trains that have run into a wall. <laughs> hit, a, hit, a, hit a speed bump. I would prefer to
1: be out on top shot right <laughs> now. That was a good that was a good two-week run. All right, what's next? Yeah, you weren't wrong about top shot. <laughs> All right. Wait, bag, wait, hold, on, hold on. Uh, One more thing quickly to to belabor the point for redacted. Diva where are you at on top shots? You can give a short answer if you'd like.
2: Oh, I am very much with Brinson. That was <laughs> I could be driving a nice new car right now if I uh, had not invested in Top Shot.
0: Oh no! All right, all right. You know that? Do you know that uh, Joe Bluth gif where you're sitting in the hospital. I've made. Oh, a I three, thought
1: you meant in the shower. Tiny mistake. <laughs> that's that's but us. I, on Top Shot. I think the Joe Bluth. Uh, oh, not Job. Uh, what's his name? I, I thought you meant the Tobias crying in the shower gif. <laughs> that one works
0: too. That works too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're not. We're not. We're not going to veer into some Top Shot discussion.
1: Well, I think the good news is that both you and Debo have uh, cratered financially and you'll quit talking about it. So that was a small price to pay for the rest of us. I'm sure the market will bounce back at some point. Oh, anytime. Don't, you're fine. You want to talk about Bitcoin?
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I don't. All right. From Luff49, Mailbag. Love the show. Feels like the super friends have become, my, have become my friends. We are your friends. If you listen to this podcast every day, we are friends. Believe, me. <laughs> Question, whatever happened to the Brinson PFT commenter hockey bet from a few years ago? Oh, The loser shaves Prisco's back. Yikes. Big fan of Boso's who so would love to hear
1: about it. So, yeah, tell me about the hockey bet. I don't know this.
0: Uh, the Caps and the Canes were playing
1: in. Oh. We were in Nashville when that happened, right? That's right. And
0: uh, PFT, Eric, if you will, is a big uh, D.C. sports fan. And I'm obviously a big, huge hockey fan, huge Canes fan. Yeah. Having sounded the siren, I don't know if you know that, Wilson. I don't know what that means. So they have a big siren in the in their arena, the PNC Arena, and they sound it before the game and during intermissions. And they were so desperate for local celebrities to sound, to uh, to sound the siren that they had. Oh, it's been, like that.
1: the twelfth uh, man thing they do at Seattle, but yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, basically that.
0: But more. Uh, yeah, I they, uh, my buddy John at the uh, Canes emailed me and said hey do you want to sound the siren i was like you've surely you've got you know a doctor in raleigh or someone that could do
1: this so do they announce your name before you do it and all that and put your picture on the big screen and such oh yeah did anyone know who you were i I don't know
0: i was it was it was like it was like a mid-season wednesday like regular season game but my i mean my i've got a robbie and i were watching the video of it the other night. That's
1: why. I How have I not seen that video? That seems like something you would be blasting out on all your social media. I'm a posts. humble guy. I don't like to talk about it. Anyway, uh, it w- Debo, on the uh, Brenton Peacocking scale, what do you think the peacock factor was on it's one to ten after he did that?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I've never heard this story or seen it.
1: He <laughs> falling down or got got an egg thrown at him or something. It was, like four, it was like four years ago.
0: Sometimes yeah. I'll bring up my successes in life. Yeah, sometimes.
1: By the way, I'm the OG North Carolina hockey fan. I I once saw a minor league hockey game in Dorton Arena. Jordan arena i also saw rick flair there in sixth grade <laughs> you know that uh i
0: believe in 1967 led zeppelin and the rolling stones played- get out of here there's yeah, no right, way yeah
1: that's a little crap box of an arena too is it still around they played together i think that's the story i've been told i need to look it up
0: um anyway pft and i had that bet with uh canes and caps i believe the canes won the series i don't know so yeah i mean the next time um where is
1: Pete on the bed? Is he okay with this? Oh, no, that's what happened. Pete was mad. Pete's like, I'm mean, not shaving my back. I don't have hair on my back. My back's clean. Clean and tan. Clean, tan. and Like, who's the like who's the winner in this? The person, not not either the shaver or the shavy, just the person who gets to watch? The person to who watch? doesn't have to shave Prisco's back. Do you have to watch it? Because that also would be some sort of punchman, I feel like.
0: No, it'd be kind of funny. To watch, Like like... Yeah. We get like uh, we'll get you and Big Cat can sit on Pete while well, people. So we'll the Do you have feet. to like oil him up first so he's
1: not it, shaped?
0: No, 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 no. It's a straight
1: razor, no oh. shape. Oh my gosh! Slicing
0: Pete's back up left and right.
1: I love that Love forty guys. would think about this enough to write it right in about it. It's a good question. I, I it's forgot. It's not. About. It's it's a very disturbing question.
0: I we'll, we'll have to we'll have to reach out to PFT and ask if we can. Are the Caps in the uh, hockey playoffs?
2: Yeah, they're playing the uh, Bruins right now.
0: Is there a chance that the Caps and Canes meet? Noted hockey fan Will Brinson, has no idea. I only going. watch the Canes. I don't watch anything else. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not a hockey. I'm not. I'm really not a hockey fan. But I, I would like to see a bracket to see I mean, if the Caps if, and Canes
2: can meet. If they eventually keep winning, then yes. Okay. So that is- <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, at the latest, they could meet in the finals. In the conference finals. Oh, man.
0: with a, Okay. All right. It,
1: back on. I will reach out to... Uh, By the way, you are not replacing Pete Blackburn with your lack of hockey knowledge. That has been established just now.
2: The Caps are down. Actually, we're not going to say that because this is Monday. Right.
0: Oh, yeah. Canes are up. Canes, as of... We're recording this on Thursday for, what is it, for whatever it's worth. Canes are up 2-0. Two, uh, two, uh, and the Caps are down 2-1. So I'm now rooting for the Caps because I want Caps, Canes eastern conference finals it's The eastern conference That's not right.
2: yes yes i'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> hockey expert
0: <laughs> what it's, country it. am i in what did i say Seoul. <laughs> Seoul.
1: your geography i mean you might know geography but you don't know how to say geography the problem with recording these these
0: uh mailbag podcasts before the weekend is you feel a little loose because it's the end of the you know, it's the end of the week. And then people
1: are people are listening to this on like first thing on Monday morning. Like, they're sitting in some hot train going to work, hating themselves, and like, please quit talking about top shot. Please why is, why is this guy
0: won't stop talking about his bets? Favorite underrated quarterback season. This is from uh DVAT or Devlat95. Hey, guys, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I try to listen to it every weekday. We appreciate that. What's your guy's favorite underrated quarterback season of either the past few years or just in general? This is a great question. For example, mine is Tony Romo's 2014 season where he easily played like a top two to three quarterback and honestly should have gotten more love for the MVP that year, and some of his advanced stats were better than A-Rod's, A-Rod's too. Love the show, Devin from Maryland. P.S. The Cowboys will win 10 games this year and win the division because one defensive performance varies because one defensive performance varies year to year more than offense and two no one ever repeats in the NFC East and I'm sure the team with no name and no good quarterback is going to break the streak is that oh it's a shot at Washington I like it Cowboys can easily win that division and that Tony, Tony Romo Tony Romo is up there in terms of underrated quarterbacks of all time honestly
1: yeah Yep, and the issue was that people just hated him for. Why do people hate Tony Romo? They, because
0: they, were, they believe that Tony. It's because of the snap in Seattle in the playoffs. He wasn't even starting then. I don't think. I think he was just he a holder. Was starting then.
1: That was two thousand.
0: when he was starting. I think that was two thousand six. Well, Debo, you're a Tony Romo hater. Why? Uh, why do you <laughs> hate our
2: colleague Tony Romo? I love all my coworkers, each and every one of them. Um, just I think the star in his helmet. If if he played in Jacksonville, I would not dislike Tony Romo the player. By but the didn't,
1: way, didn't um didn't Cowboys fans not like Tony Romo either? Or am I misremembering?
0: No, no, no. Cowboys fans liked him. He, he okay. was not he was not liked as a player because people wanted to believe he wasn't clutch, even though he had Oh, that's what 24 it 24 fourth quarter comebacks and 29 game-winning drives in his career.
1: Yeah, no, he that yeah, he was painted with uh, it what's the analogy but the mess up. He was painted with a brush that didn't correctly portray what he really was as a
0: player. Yeah, people thought he was a, people thought he was
1: like a choker. He was not like, let me ask you this. And I'm sorry, Breach isn't here. To the, we ought to call him and get his thoughts as he's driving back from his vacation. Like, bigger choker, Andy Dalton or Tony Romo? I don't even think it's close. It's not remotely close. And Andy Dalton went to five straight playoffs to start his career or whatever. Remember,
0: do you remember that game in, um, actually, it was probably 2014. Let's look up, uh, Tony Romo's logs for 2014 where he and Peyton Manning. Wouldn't it be that'd be right? Yeah, 2014. He and Peyton Manning went, uh, like for, for like 10,000 yards in that one it game. Was, it was, yeah, it was insane. Maybe it was 2013, but they lost. If I recall, they correctly. lost it yeah. was like 48 to 44, and they lost to Denver in Dallas. And everybody wanted to blame Tony Romo for the loss.
1: I yeah. think I actually wrote, wrote about, about that. And one of the interceptions, he actually stepped on his players. Oh, right, Here it is
0: 48 Cowboys law Broncos won 51 48. It was a 2000 October 6 2013 Tony Romo went 25 of 36 for 506 yards five touchdowns and one interception Had w- better numbers than than Peyton. Yep. people wanted to blame Tony Romo for that loss. It, that was the breaking point for me
2: where I was like, all right, this enough of this nonsense. I mean, he. Pretty limited playoff success. He played well on that that final playoff start of his against Green Bay, that they obviously end up losing. But for for people to elevate him and have very very limited playoff success, two playoff wins, I think that plays a role in it. Starting Dude, with uh, that Seattle game.
0: If you could uh, point me to, uh, I'm trying to see who who who's coaching in Seattle. Or I guess that was Wade Phillips, right? I don't want to I don't want to besmirch Wade Phillips. I like Wade Phillips too much. Right, that was Parcells in 2006. That's right.
1: Yeah, Parcells, because um Quincy what's his name was the quarterback at one point during that run. God, what was his name? Quincy Carter. Quincy Carter. You Thank, you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. People Yeah, his playoff success is not I think I think Romo is a I think I mean I mean Romo just had this flair for these playground style yeah, he would he would
1: extend plays. He was ahead of his time in terms of doing that, and I, I love. The thing, I mean, I understand some of the frustration because he did have some uh, ill-timed turnovers. But you can say the same thing about Phillip Rivers. I remember specifically the it was 2008 season. The Cowboys should have beaten the Steelers in Pittsburgh, and it may have actually been Jason Witten running the wrong route, but Tony Romo threw a pick six at the end. Uh, that that proved to be the difference, and it it's a terrible interception but again i think afterwards i think jason Whitten even said he he did the wrong thing but on the surface in real time you know like, oh my god what is tony romo doing and i think there's a lot of that in his career fairly or not
0: all right my choice for most underrated season of all time and i'll be honest i got here because of there's some guy at uh, pff who PFF, the PFF social accounts gotten kind of annoying, but, <laughs> uh, they, they tweeted out there, like this quote from some guy, his name sounds like trash. It's triash I, I don't know. Who he is like, I'm not, again, I'm not. Oh, oh yeah. But it's like, dude, if your name's Triash and you look like a 15 year old, maybe don't call Tyreek Hill the best deep threat of all time, because I'm not sure if you're aware, there's this gentleman that exists and his name is Randy Maul. Sean Jackson. Oh, <laughs> nice. Ooh, that's good. Um. But at any rate, Debo, is it, is it, are you Debo? Do you have a do you have like a Nick Foles thing? You want mean, to trying to jump to Sean Jackson there.
2: No, I mean deep threats. He's not the best ever, but he's a pretty good one.
0: And this is actually the the pick I was going to make is not Randy Moss's best season, but I was going to give Dante Culpepper
1: credit for one of two years, either two thousand
0: oh, or two thousand four.
1: You're stealing. You're looking at the same thing I'm looking at. What are you talking about? You didn't just come off that the top of your head. We were talking about Randy Moss for two days on Twitter. Dante Culpepper, all you think about is
0: Dante Culpepper doing the role down the field. What's the role? The, he would do the thing with Oh, role. yeah, that,
1: yeah. Culpepper is a beast. Yeah, actually, I, I, was, I was looking around and Culpepper came up.
0: I was just trying to think of quarterbacks that, that were fun as hell to watch, a la Tony Romo, who get no love whatsoever in terms of you know, big play potential. I mean, like the league of passing in 2004. I mean, you could throw 2,000 if you want out there. Almost 4,000 passing yards in 2,000. And I think that would hold up as, I mean, Randy Moss had 15 touchdowns and averaged 18.7 yards per catch. Maybe maybe 2,000. 2,000 just doesn't get enough love in terms of all-time watchable highlights from a a quarterback and wide receiver duo. So I'm going to take Culpepper. But I'm, I just wanted to not do Philip Rivers, you know, try to get off the brand.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. I'm looking, I'm looking at the same thread, this Reddit thread. They had Culpepper was the first one there, so I'm going through some. I'm of these. not looking at a Reddit thread. I know you're not. I'm Sure, you're not. I'm looking at. PFR. But Brad Johnson's getting a little name check here. So look at look at old Brad Johnson. You know where he's from, by the way. <laughs> I don't know where Brad Johnson. Same hometown as Brad Doherty. Everyone knows that. Where's Brad? Do- Mountain, North Carolina. Come on. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. Brad Johnson in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, they're both, oddly, the two eight-feet-tall guys from the same hometown out in the mountains. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, so 02 was the year that Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl. Someone noted this as, as a, um underrated season. Uh, he completed 62% of his passes, not great. 3,000 yards, not great. 22 touchdowns and six interceptions. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. So I, I'm not willing to to give him that. But I will say his 1999 season in Washington, he only completed 61% of his passes. He threw for 4,000 yards. 24 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's underrated. Uh, how did that team do? Let's see. how. Uh, they went 10 and 6. Okay. I'm willing to to put Brad on the map for that one. I mean, it, that doesn't rival Dante Culpepper, but I'm sort of looking for these not obvious answers. So I don't hate you that. Got, you,
0: mean you got snaked on Culpepper, and now you're trying to find something? Is that, what, is that what's happening? I'm just
1: going through the list of the, the Reddit thread and um, seeing what they had there. T- so What one, about – uh one said 2009 Phillip Rivers, and I'm sure – The other
0: one there. I was thinking about was Burt Jones' 1976 season.
1: Yeah, I'm on the same thread, dummy. I can see the same. Is that, thing. Is that
0: really one? I, I, I'm on. Yes. I know, that, wait,
1: no, that's not really one on there. Yeah, it is 100%. Bert, I, don't what, I don't know who Burt Jones is. Oh, yeah. He played for the Colts. Let's see. I have the um, stats right here. Let's see if I'll pull it up, if it'll pull up for me. Um, well, where is it? They had the link to PF, PFR. Let's see. Um oh, 7. So, yeah. Uh, what is this What is this stat there? Adjusted net yards per attempt index. So that's one of these stats you can sort on pro football reference. Burt Jones is seventh. So Peyton Manning's first. Dan Reno's second. Aaron Rodgers is third. Nick Foles is fourth, baby. Take that. Again, adjusted net yards per attempt. 100 is average. This is just uh, the PFR stat here. Uh, that's, Hires, er, yeah,
0: adjusted net, yeah, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, so... um so Aaron Rodgers, Nick Foles is fourth. Tom Brady's fifth. Then it's Mark Rippon who played for Washington. And then Burt Jones, Joe Montana, Matt Ryan, Steve Gunn. So, yeah, Burt Jones, 1976 season. You're right. I, I was I, – I, I sorted by approximate value. Oh, okay.
0: That's why. Burt Jones is 12th, and I, I was I was joking about Burt Jones. So that season,
1: um, Baltimore were 11-3, the Colts at the time and he threw for 3,100 yards, only 60% completion, 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So I think something else we have to consider oh, is –
0: Culpepper's is 2,000 season, ninth all-time in approximate value by a quarterback. Wow.
1: I think something else we have to remember about the old, old-timey old guys is that the rules are so different that you could mug the receivers, that you could body slam the quarterbacks, and that probably had something to do with completion percentage.
0: So there's probably an argument be made for one of several Drew Brees seasons no, no problem there. If Breach were on here, he'd be talking about boomer Sison's 88 season. Not enough people talk about it. He only won MVP.
1: Ken Anderson is on one of these lists as well.
0: For yep. He's 27th that 1982 season. I think Debo, this is before your time, but you're such an old soul that I have no concerns about you knowing it. Randall Cunningham, 1990.
2: Oh yeah. And then he got hurt the the next year.
1: That's right. I think Randall Cunningham is now a preacher in Las Vegas. Am I making that up? Wow, yeah, that's that's right, Ryan. Wow, look at that—the random stuff that I know. I think '90s when he had
2: the uh, the 91-yard punt.
1: Oh, that's right. Good call. He should be in the list for that punt alone.
0: Um, I think that in I think that in five to ten years, you could probably add Cam Newton's 2015 to the most underrated list. I don't think people will appreciate it.
1: By well, the way, the th- Cam's I mean- out of
0: the game. Yeah.
1: I'm reading if through this. those watch it know how good it was. I'm reading through this Reddit thread, and this is a funny comment. Whenever someone mentions Culpepper and talking about the 04 season, as you were just were, this person writes, I remember the only NFL game I, I've ever been to was this one win for Miami in 06. That 06 team was terrible with Nick Saban <laughs> and his top receiver. No, that was,
0: uh, it wasn't Saban. That was. um, Who was it? Saban was gone, right? No, no he Saban, was there
1: '06. 06. Saban oh, could have had. 0-6, But then. um. The guy came in with the glasses that Joey Porter called a loser in front of the whole Cam team. Cameron. Cam, Cam, Cam Cameron. Cameron, yeah, who won one game, but he said the top receiver on that team was Wes Welker. Wow, that's so. Uh, oh, here's geez.
0: here's an interesting underrated season that again in five to ten years I think we'll might maybe be able to make the list. Jared Goff, two thousand eighteen. That was the Super Bowl year or before the Super Bowl year.
2: That was before the.
0: uh, Let's
2: see. That was Super
1: Bowl year. Yeah. That was the role year.
0: remember because yeah. remember they had the crazy shootout on Monday night with the Chiefs. And then
1: because then January, he started sucking, I think late December into the postseason. He just he got bad
0: RG three 2012.
1: Yeah, before he got hurt. And then he sort of he yeah, was that whole, incredible that year. That whole thing with him and Mike Shanahan going at each other through the media, which is incredibly weird. But yeah, no, he was. That's right. He was um, he was before his time. I think you could throw a Rich Gannon, our, our colleague Rich Gannon, 2002. Someone put 2017 Mike Glennon on the Reddit list. What did Mike Glennon do? Is that when he made himself all that money? No, it, uh, wasn't, um, it wasn't Mike Glennon. It was um, – who was the other uh, – the Louisiana quarterback with blonde hair who plays forever? He actually played for the Eagles last year, did he, Debo? Are you talking about Chase Daniel Missouri? No. No. His was, brothers played. God, I'm so old. I can't remember people's. Louisiana age. quarterback. He was from Louisiana, I think. I think he's from Louisiana. I have to look it up. You guys can continue on. I think he had a he had a big year for the Jaguars. Blank. And the Bears signed him. Chad, I'm
2: I'm yeah, blank.
1: Who? No, not not Chad Hitty. Um, Louisiana quarterback. I think he grew up in Louisiana. I don't think he went to LSU. Where did he? Where'd he uh, he's wait, played, he had like, a big
0: year for the Jaguars, and the Bears signed him.
1: I'm trying to do. I'm doing the math. I I I can't remember all this stuff. Just keep. McCown. Yes, McCown. Oh, uh, he's from uh, Texas, I think. So I think Tampa Bay. He won like eight games or something. He went eight and one, and partly into a big deal. Is that what it was? No, he had a big year. Remember, Cutler got
0: hurt, and McCown replaced him with Chicago, and he won NFC Player of the Week. And then he went to
1: Tampa Bay.
0: Correct. And he, he was uh, he into a payday, and now he's developed into the like the
1: really like the nice guy. Assistant coach type. He was on the Eagles in 2019. He actually played, played in a couple games.
2: He he replaced Wentz when J.W. and Clowney had that dirty-ass hit in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he almost won that playoff no game. flag in sight. He almost won. Yeah, he went 1-10 with Tampa. My yeah, problem
0: here is I will not mention anything about Phillip Rivers, even though he deserves a, a nod on this
1: list. Alex Smith, 2017. Yeah, that was a good year. So just to put a bow in this, uh McCown only went three and two with the Bears in, in 2013. And then as Debo just mentioned, he went one and ten with the Buccaneers the following year. I think they signed him to a two-year deal for a lot of money and he was cut after one year. In it fact, is- he went one and ten that year and he started uh 10, 18, 21 more games. Oh, he actually went five and eight one year for the Jets. That's uh-huh. how they ended up getting
2: Jameis off of that one and ten season.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, that's why right. They tanked their Bees off at the end of that season. Because McCown actually, I think, was crying by the end of the season during some of the press conference. He was so frustrated with how poorly they were
0: playing. <laughs> right. uh, do you want to force a Donovan McNabb season on here, Debo? of yeah,
1: just his whole career. Oh, boy. Ooh, all right, one more, and then we'll go. Our buddy Matt Schaub, our first. I think oh, ever, led the league in passing. First NFL guest on, on the uh, Old School Fan House podcast. 4,700 passing yards in 2009. 29 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. 67. 67- have- could two questions person. for you, Ryan. One, do you know who his offensive
0: coordinator was? In
1: 2009? Without looking. I don't. Chris Palmer? Kyle Shanahan. In 2009, it was? When you like the league in passing, it was Kyle Shanahan.
0: 2009. And I don't know. That. That. And two, what does Matt Schaub call? Power rallies? That's right. The bald streaks running up. Those are my power alleys. How do we? Have we asked him about being bald? Man, two thousand. What a what a time to be alive. We asked him about being bald. We asked him about. Like, almost, hey, what's up with you being so bald? He's like, hey, settle down, fellas. Those are my power alleys.
1: We S- asked them about almost killing that woman at the uh, at the pro am. Oh my god, you're right. You can
0: I, you can ask anybody anything at two thousand nine. Yeah. You ask somebody about being bald right now, they punch you. <laughs> like well, it's like you're bald. That's <laughs> yes, I am sir i am not i promise you that all right let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll answer more mailbag questions the all new hyundai 2024 santa fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family That was a great question, by the way. Good, good, uh, underrated, underrated NFL seasons. We should do a, a we could do a whole underrated
1: mailback question.
0: That uh, yeah perfectly rated mailbag from eight nine one oh one gaucho i love the keen NFL information along with the anecdotal humor Derek Carr mm-hmm. seemed to flourish in empty stadiums in 2020 oh no crowds were not able to rattle him into mediocrity as in past seasons i this is a, a this is not written by us i anticipate a pedestrian season once fans return to can jostle this sensitive quarterback <laughs> what do the super friends opine can i am i allowed to th- Am i allowed to like Fifth amendment this
1: are you like to do what take the plead the fifth why you've been crushing the cars for 15 years now why would you suddenly quit talking about it I mean, it's try, i'm just trying trying to be a nicer person you know okay well they blocked you so they won't hear this either way uh this feels like something that breach may have brought up on occasion um i don't I think, think Breach went, stole it from somebody and keeps bringing it up from gaucho here but yeah it, it's an interesting theory and i, I want to see how this plays out because there were some conver- – I mean, again, there were conversations about everything leading up to the draft, but there were some thoughts that maybe if one of those guys, Justin Fields or whoever, had fallen to uh, to Oak- uh, Oakland, to Las Vegas, and, and they were dead set on Alex Leatherwood, they might have taken a quarterback. So, I don't know. Like, their car's good, but I'm also the same person a year ago that said Marcus Mariota was going to be the starter for the team and take him to the playoffs. So, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. I don't have the vitriol for the, the Carr family as Brinson does. But there have been instances in his career where he's done things where you're like, okay, that those raise some questions. That I mean, said, I got blocked. I got blocked by David for pointing out that Derek
0: spiked a ball in the in the turf on fourth down. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm not a
1: professional quarterback, but you just don't do that. Yeah, but if I'm David, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't need, that. I don't need this, this uh, animosity in my life. I he understand. tagged CBS. It was on this, and he tagged like big
0: CBS, like CBS, the broadcast network. Oh, he called you out specifically? No, he quote tweeted It was like at CBS. Your analyst doesn't know what he's talking about. So, oh, right. Yeah. Well, you don't know how to tweet, bro. Um, yeah,
1: I look. Okay, Derek is, Carr's made three Pro Bowls. Is he a top twelve quarterback? Mm. Mm. I think he's right there on the line. I mean, I think if, I think that
0: Derek Carr is a rich man's Andy Dalton.
1: I think that's fair. Let me ask you this. Would you rather have have Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? um, That's close. Probably I'm leaning towards Kirk Cousins a little bit. Would you rather have on the Steelers, Big Ben or Derek Carr? This year? Yeah, right now. I mean, I'll ask you that. I think I'd rather have Derek Carr. Would you rather have Cam Newton or Derek Carr in New England? I
0: I think Bill Belichick would rather have Derek Carr.
1: Yeah, so I I think he's top-12 quarterback. Now, I think some of the blame it probably falls on John Gruden because I don't know what he's up to half the time. (laughs) Like He could just be like the the crazy scientist. Me either, bro. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, But we'll see. The the other issue for Derek Carr is whether there's zero people in the stands or 80,000 people is that he plays in a division where they're not going to have much of a chance because of some of the personnel decisions they've made versus what the personal decisions the other teams have made, especially if the Broncos, in my heart of hearts, I hope, get Aaron Rodgers. If the Broncos get Aaron Rodgers, John Gruden may panic trade Derek
0: Carr. <laughs> what's what's the, uh, like, why? <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? I don't know. I just panic. And the, the thing about Carr, Derek, look, he's got three straight 4,000-yard seasons. He has two other seasons in 2015 and 2016 where he could have easily had 4,000 yards. He's like you know, 13 and... 63 yards short he routinely throws for 20 plus touchdowns and he doesn't throw many picks right but he's,
1: he's scared to throw into tight windows he is not when we just talk about tony romo he is the anti-tony romo that's right that's that's right yeah he's
0: he he can extend plays but not as much as you would hope he would he's he doesn't want to hold on to the ball he doesn't want to take shots down the field he doesn't want to and he doesn't want to throw into tight windows and, and that's okay. He is he is a functional NFL quarterback, and
1: I, I don't know that. Would you rather have if you're David Tepper? Would you rather have him or Sam Darnold? I would rather have Sam Darnold. Yeesh, just gosh. from the upside, you know what Derek Carr
0: is. He's, I don't know he's what he's Sam Darnold 30, is. Man. He's about to. He's is he thirty yet? He's probably he's close. He is just turned thirty on March twenty eighth. Happy, Happy birthday! Yeah, you Dude. earned it. I mean Derek. Anyway, let's move on. I don't want to bash Derek
1: Carr, so I tag him. So are they gonna I, I don't think the crowds gonna matter as much as the fact they play in the AFC West. Also, I mean the
0: Well, I guess there's a home crowds. I'm just thinking about Las Vegas crowds. Are there's gonna be
1: the Las Vegas crowds will be pro Derek Carr, and I would imagine that the Chargers crowds will be pro Raiders. Did you see the do you see where the Raiders are putting a DJ in their stands? I love that. Yeah. But you can buy a like a I uh, hope. Please let it be. D D Debo, D- what's Mark Davis's DJ name? Because I hope D- <laughs>
2: Uh, what's what's been popping up on your spotify any djs
1: oh, let me see dj butt cut that's what i'd call him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah i like
1: that um spinning records dj french fry that's pretty good yeah french fry that's that's right uh what's on the old Spotify?
0: you know you remember that in arizona he's just sitting there in that white outfit by himself wearing white. Like- Booting just dangerous, living so dangerous with that ketchup just hanging over this white jumpsuit like 10
1: PM like, yeah. at uh Ruby Tuesdays or wherever we were sitting outside of. Yeah, and he that man loves him some PF Changs, too. What is Polo G, Debo? That's something that's popped up
2: here. That's a uh up and coming rapper. All right. I have no
0: idea where he gets <laughs> remind the- me to tell you my Steve Aoki story, but not on this podcast. Okay. Oh, oh we're just running long. It'll take okay. it involves me and EK and and sheet cakes.
1: Oh, I've heard that story. I thought you meant you saw him with Pudger. I, I think you've told that on the pod. Probably so. Yeah, that's the party I didn't get invited to, Debo. They left me behind. Hmm. Whatever.
2: Will
0: burnhill says, Breach jokes. An- oh, sorry. He was supposed to be anonymous. Might be. You're a Great Britain. You're fine. Anonymous. If the game is going to grow abroad, you can't just send dead games abroad. The UK fans know what's going on and will be way more interested in a game with playoff implications. Love the show and will continue even if you ignore all of us UK fans. First of all, we I, Do we ignore UK fans? I feel like we embrace. We love our UK fans. The, you guys, I'm a huge fan of anyone who doesn't live. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Americans, obviously, but a huge fan of anyone who doesn't live in America, who loves football and embraces the game, because there is clearly this distinct passion for football that doesn't just come with sort of like a you know, rite of passage, like you grow up watching football. Like UK fans who love football, love football. And it comes across in the emails and tweets and and reviews that we get. So if you you feel like we're ignoring you, it's really just like when my wife thinks I'm being mean. I'm just sort of an a-hole.
1: Yeah, I don't know if um, this person means you in particular or the fact they send the doo-doo games over. Oh, well, he said
0: even if you ignore all of us UK fans, I agree with him completely. The NFL yeah, they, wants to they, grow the game abroad. Stop giving them the Jaguars.
1: So I'm looking back in recent history. I'm trying to find like 2019. There, there were one, two, three, four. There were five games. So you have a chance for a decent game. Panthers beat the Buccaneers 37 to 26. But I mean, 2019, that was Jameis Winston. There was no there was no Tom Brady there at that point. Um, 2018, the Eagles went over there and beat the Jaguars. But again, you're playing the Jaguars. Seahawks played the Ra- Raiders in 2018. That's a pretty good game. But they haven't been right. Oh, God, I remember this Ravens-Jaguars game. 44-7, to the Jaguars beat the doo-doo out of the ring. Yeah, I mean, you're also...
0: Part of the problem, too, for these games is that you're asking these guys to play these games way off schedule. You know, they're playing them at 9.30 in the morning on their body clock, even if they've been over there for a week. But I agree. I mean, I don't think that the NFL teams... The NFL teams treat these London games, I would say just in generally speaking that these, the teams who are forced to go to forced cause they're forced to go to London. They wouldn't Jack, go, they don't put their go hand on. up, but yes, they're forced to go to London. They're forced to go to these international games and they don't treat them. You know, sometimes you know, I think John Harbaugh has been really good about embracing it in particular. You know, t- I, I thought big Ben and the Steelers were, you know, enthusiastic. You see enthusiasm from some of the players, but it doesn't, it comes across as sort of a chore for these NFL teams. And
1: as a result, It's not a reward for him. As a result, the NFL sends crap games over there. So this year's games are going to happen October 10th and October 17th. Only two games this year. The Jets are playing the Falcons and the Dolphins are playing the Jaguars. I mean, mean,
0: what is that?
1: Tua and Trevor has a chance to be interesting, but Tua didn't look great last year. We don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to be. Zach Wilson against Matt Ryan. I mean, who's, who's getting excited about that? These games will sell out because they always do. Um, I mean, yeah, they need to, and uh, but so the I interesting thing is, cowboys Eagles game over there. The interesting, right? And I was, I was going to say, like, sucks, but whatever the Mexico games get the better games, it's obviously because yeah, Mexico's 30 minute flight away, and the Chiefs Rams game was supposed to be there, except the field was in terrible condition, so they missed oh, out on that oh. opportunity for a 300 point fest. Wait, was that right? It was Chiefs Rams was supposed to be London. No, no, it was supposed to be in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My point is that they can get good games in other countries. It's just a matter of the logistics of getting them to London.
0: They need to send send a Chiefs-Ravens game over there.
1: Right. That's right. Send them a big boy. Or even Chiefs-Raiders. That I would love to see over there. Sure. Send the Chiefs there. Just give Patrick Mahomes for a week. Because John Gruden, I think he... He doesn't like, he had some issues about the jet lag. He had some weird thing about jet lag. I or remember whatever. he
0: complained that his, uh, cause his son, Deuce Gruden is a international weightlifter. Oh, okay. And he, he said, he said, oh, I went on this trip with Deuce and I couldn't sleep for two weeks. You know, it's brutal. I hate these things. Shut up and go play. Guy. Bud. <laughs> Pal. Nah, but I mean, uh, our, our UK buddy is not wrong. We, they, we don't. The NFL talks about growing the game and then doesn't throw, th- put a big boy up there, play in the middle of the night, like 10,
1: like I don't know whatever time it would have to be in London for it to be prime time for, you know, make it a big to do. Yeah. So, uh, the premier league games come on starting around 8 a.m. Eastern time here. So that makes it like noon to one there. And then they have games that, we go all the way sometimes to start you know noontime here so five or six there so there's always premier league games on in the in the afternoon here yeah
0: but they need to, it needs to be a singled out spot where it's not you know one because 1 p.m you don't really notice i don't know. anyway send him a big boy game is the point i our our podcast listener is correct about everything he's saying yep all right from our pick six podcast oh this is from our buddy at pick six pack on twitter he sent me a Debo this question this is a good one Question for the Pick Six Pod mailbag. You can you can tweet us with questions. I, I'll be honest. I'm not really reading much by mention, so don't tweet me. Tweet at Pick Six Pod on Twitter. Follow it if you don't already, and of course follow on Instagram where it's the best. What current NFL coach do each of the Super Friends, including Debo, relate to the most? I.e., personality, work ethic, etc. Well, work ethic. John Gruden. Just kidding. Gruden works hard.
1: I'm a hundred percent Cliff Kingsbury. Um supermodel, live in a house with no furniture and don't wear socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not you're definitely not Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> I'm probably closer to Mike Zimmer in terms of my temperament. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good one. <laughs> I would say like uh angry. Mike
2: Vrabel for Ryan because he like risks things being done to his body on like on a whim without anybody prompting him.
1: I'll take Vrabel. That's a that's a compliment for sure.
0: Yeah, I was Vrabel was the first one that popped to mind for me. Not not that I think I'm Mike
1: Vrabel, just Just because you have people taking dumps in your house with the door wide open while you
0: Yeah, I mean just sort of loosey goosey, cool with whatever. You know. Um I would say all right, Debo, who do you think you are? Well,
1: you know, first of all, let's come over breaches. Yeah, I think the answer is Zach Taylor. I think Breach is Pete Carroll. Like he's incredibly upbeat about everything. That's a good call. He probably wears white sneakers with slacks.
0: <laughs> it, 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 the world is burning around him. He's like clapping and chewing gum and he's wearing khakis and yeah. He, I think he's Pete Carroll. That's a great call. Any other uh, he would breach would breach would tell you that he's Sean McVay.
1: Right. He's not. He's not he looks in the mirror, he thinks he sees Brad Pitt. He's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's, Pete Carroll's handsome for an Carol older man, but let's hear him. I, I mean, P-Girl's almost 70 years old. I hope I look like p Girls. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing it right for sure. Um, I, I, I know who I think, I, oh yeah, I got it.
0: Uh, the two for me that I think would fit
1: either Sean Payton or Bruce Arians. Sean Payton. Oh, I thought you were saying Sean, um, Sean, uh, the other Sean, LA Sean. Oh, no,
0: not Sean, Marvay. Sean Payton or
1: Bruce Arians. I mean, pretty laid back, but gets kind of intense, and yeah, no, I can see that. Bruce Arians is not afraid to have a drink in his hand at all times, and he's he embraces that idea.
0: Yeah, exactly. Cocktail yeah. in hand, will probably smack talk you.
1: Yeah, no, I could buy that. Okay, all right. Who's Debo? Well, I think I was looking at for. Debo,
0: Debo's just like whoever's running the Eagles.
2: No, no, I don't want to. At this point, don't want to be compared to Sirianni. I mean, I was thinking I'm. You guys know I'm very optimistic as well. So I was. Carol was a good one, but probably a little less energetic than than Mr. Pete Carroll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you know. and Mr. John Brady. Right. What Debo doesn't want to say is Cliff
2: Kingsbury, <laughs> uh, Frank Reich. That's like, too. I, I was back sort of for... thinking that too. Like, refuses to give
0: you. up on refuses to give up on Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Very optimistic, believes in himself. I think
1: like Matt Rule fits, but I think he might be like Debo's not that outwardly optimistic. Like Matt Rule feels like he's, and he hasn't done anything yet. And I think Frank Reich's the way to go. Uh, Wilson could be Matt Nagy. Ugh, God, what a slap because Stop he's
0: Pfizer inside, pal. <laughs> um, Wall plastered with tight end names. I could see you. You know who you are, Wilson? I think I'm Mike Zimmer. No, no, no. You're not that. Mike Zimmer fits, but I I think you might be Sean McDermott. Shh. In, Shh. Intense.
1: He is actually really funny. Bald. William and Mary, Mary guy. And Mary bald. bald. I'll take Sean McDermott. Oh, no, I, it's, it works, it's not an insult. It's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just thinking if he would be insulted, he might be, but that's okay. Or you went up to him and like, hey,
0: Sean, remember me from William Mary? Mary? Someone get this guy away from
1: me. That's what happened. I I know. Oh yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, Who are you uh, as an offensive coordinator, Ryan? In NFC East offensive coordinator. Anybody (laughs) ring a bell? NFC East?
1: Are you calling him Jason Garrett? I would never. (laughs) Who else is there? Like who are the other NFC office coordinators that Debo's trying to point me to? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, that was Jason Garrett.
0: Oh Oh, my goodness. I don't know off the top.
1: And the funny, you can hear I'm it now. The dunk button was here the whole moment. You got the full dunk. The thing is, and I was actually scrolling through the names. And I was going to say his quiet nature reminded me of Mike McCarthy, but I didn't want to do the debo Then he just came out of nowhere with the Jason <laughs> Garrett. He slung the, the dead cat Jason Garrett around and hit me in the face with it. Uh, all right. So let's yeah, we're see. Good. We're done. Mailbags ever. Who's Pete Prisco?
0: Uh, um, Pete would tell you that he's
1: uh, he might be Mike Zimmer yeah he would tell you that he's this like offensive genius because there's not a lot of like Bruce Arians yells and screams a little bit but I there's not a lot of old-timey yeller screamer coaches anymore Pete's Mike Zimmer I think so yeah right. or Vic Fangio D- he doesn't
0: yell and scream though he does more than you think all right. All right. You would tell me, Pete, Pete's Adam Gase. You <laughs> and Adam Gase are buddies, so maybe. Uh, all right. That's it. That's the mailbag. Thanks for listening. NFC Division by Division Reset's coming up. We'll have John Breach back at some point whenever he gets off his vacation. For Ryan Wilson, I'm Bob Brinson. See you guys later.